0: Welcome back to Was I Drunk? A podcast with the refined, pretentious prick who acts put up the parties when he's had more than once a off ice. I'm your host, Austin Cross, and we're back after a bit of a hiatus with... Jenkins!
1: Jamie! Raehan!
0: Wayne! Alright, and our new format's going to be in full swing now. So we are shifting away from current events because, well, we're recording this thing like once a month, and that seems like a real pain in the ass to current events for, because they're no recurrent. So we're going to go ahead and just shift to more big idea, big topic... Uh, conversation pieces. Big, big, big. Big, big, big. But as we do every single week, we're going to check in with our barmaster extraordinaire, Mr. Drinkens, and see what's on tap. Today, I have not
2: prepared a single drink for you guys. If you hadn't Cheers. noticed, there's not a thing in front of you. But I thought I'd take this opportunity. As uh, summer is approaching, we're in the deep throes of spring, I uh, wanted to kind of talk about a type of cocktail, which is a smash.
3: Mm.
2: So a smash is actually a really fun kind of a cocktail it is a so if you think about a sour uh, sour cocktails uh, like a whiskey sour um, it's a balance of sour sweet and then whatever spirit so a smash honors that and it was arguably the kind of foundational uh, component to a sour um, but what it does is it actually honors the fruit in its whole integrity so you'll take half of a lemon Cut it into pieces put it in a mixing tin and then you're going to muddle that so that you get all of the oils the bitterness the sweet juice hold on slash from guns and roses yes absolutely Uh, okay absolutely just checking (laughs) so you're going to muddle all of that um half of a lemon together and then traditionally you're going to actually use um raw sugar and, and it's and not a simple syrup, like you would in most uh, cocktail making now. You're gonna use actual granulated sugar or raw sugar uh, as your sweetening component. So add about three or four bar spoons to your muddled fruit and then pick a spirit. That's the great thing about a smash. So a lot of people kind of go toward a whiskey smash because it's, it's easy, people love whiskey, especially during the summer, but a gin smash is absolutely fantastic. Um, so is a vodka smash if you want something a little lighter on the, the flavor profile of a, of a liquor. But that's basically the component basis of a smash. You can add uh, floral components if you want to. Like I said, we're, we're coming up into summer. You can do lavender. Um, Ooh,
1: violets, I bet, would be good.
2: Yeah, like you can do a lot of different things with this, but treat it as a foundation, run with it, shake it over ice. Um, until it kind of dilutes a little bit and then see where you end up so that's my my
0: advice for a drink alright thank you uh, well it tastes delicious I'll tell you that right <laughs> now <laughs> and the cat is now dead so um, I want to shoot right into with our new format change a little something we like to call Florida Man y'all watch this Florida this week on Florida Man, we have two Florida Man stories I want to highlight. Actually, um, first one's going to be Florida Man accused of beating shark with a hammer and is arrested. I'm going to just stop you right there and say that
2: I really assume that every Florida Man has beaten an alligator with
0: a hammer. It's a shark. 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 Alligators.
1: Like a hammer or a mallet or like what? It, are you uh, like a did he slur? catch the shark? Oh.
0: Just wait, and you'll find out. Okay. So, a West Melbourne man accused of beating a shark with a ball-peen hammer last year has been arrested. Court and jail documents show Brian Zachary Waddle, 33, was arrested Friday on two counts of violating FWC rules regarding captive wildlife. The Florida Fish... A trap shark? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The Florida Mm -hmm. Fish and Wildlife Conservation Mm -hmm. Commission and Indian Harbor Beach Police say Waddle caught a lemon shark on December 20th at the Bicentennial Beach Park. The video shows the man, presumably the waddle, hitting the shark in the head with a hammer repeatedly. The shark was then dragged back into the ocean. So he beat it to death and then drug it back into the ocean or the evidence. That's really sad. Uh, Lemon sharks are one of the 28 protected shark species in Florida, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Hmm. Uh, Formal charges have been filed. So, uh, what do you think? Beating a shark, death, with a hammer?
1: If he's going to beat the shark why not at least take it home and eat it or do something with it instead of just drag it back into the ocean
3: you know fuck the shark i don't i don't think this was a mentally sound individual sure you don't just wade out to the water find yourself a shark and drag it to shore to beat it to death you really really.
1: hate on fish (laughs) with a hammer
3: (laughs)
2: beyond that who has a ball peeing hammer handy do you know what ball peen mm-hmm. hammers are made for? They're they're to ball they're, peens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're, it's a specific little type of nail that that is used in metalworking and, and different things. And who just carries one of those around?
0: I don't know. This man apparently did. Hmm. Our second story headline: Shirtless Florida man found climbing a tree, quote, like Tarzan, after police chase with a ball peen hammer. <clears throat> no hammer this time. I don't think. Well, let's find out. I haven't okay. heard the whole story yet. Let's find out. A floor man was found hiding in a tree Tuesday, two hours after allegedly fleeing Port Orange police. Jonathan Kaiser, 33, also 33. Yes, Wayne, what's up?
3: Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, a tree's a natural place to hide from police because police can't climb trees. Yeah. That's a common effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah.
0: But he's 33, just like our last story. So, 33 is probably the age to hit in Florida.
3: Midlife crisis in <laughs> Florida. <laughs> was
0: accused of speeding <laughs> away from police during an attempted traffic stop, according to a Facebook post from the... Post Orange Police Department. Police used stop sticks to damage the Nissan Maximus tires. A Volusia County Sheriff's Office aerial unit found the vehicle in a backyard, where Kaiser and his passenger, Caitlin McCartney, 31, had abandoned it. McCartney was arrested nearby, according to Port Orange Police. She was charged with resisting arrest without violence, possession of paraphernalia, and probation violation. Mm. Yeah.
1: What does <clears> resistance <throat> of arrest without violence look like? Does that just say, no! Yeah,
0: probably.
2: I don't no! know. That can pr- it's one of those bullshit charges that can be applied to anything they want to at the end of the
0: day. Honestly, yeah. that's what it is. Keeps the riffraff in line. Yeah. So, the All nearby... <laughs> protests, <so no. laughs> The nearby Englewood Police Department's K9 unit was called to the area to search for Kaiser. They found him hiding up a large oak tree about two hours later.
1: The dogs can climb
3: trees, but not the police. No, no,
0: no body camera footage found, uh, showed officers telling Kaiser to come down from the tree and warning him not to run away when would send the canine Draco after him Kaiser moved down toward the end of the branch appearing to run away in the tree as one officer described over his radio he's literally in a tree right now trying to climb it like Tarzan <laughs> an officer said shortly before Kaiser was caught on camera fall, failing to swing from one branch to the other <laughs> failing I, it would be better if he, if he just sat up there and threw acorns at the cops Kaiser dropped to the ground after dangling from the branch for a few seconds and tried to run away from officers but was subdued by canine Draco and his handler.
4: <laughs>
0: he was taken to the Volusia County Jail where he was charged with fleeing or attempting to elude police. Driving with, driving with a suspended license, operating an unregistered motor vehicle, leaving the scene of a crash with property damage and two counts of, resi- of resisting police without
3: violence. I just imagine the like attempting to elude police. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's another one of those where it's like, I don't know, he looks like he was getting ready to try and run. <laughs> exactly. So it's a did bullshit a, did a real joke. shit job.
1: So, what I'm picking up from the story is that McCartney, his girlfriend, can't climb trees very well. No, yeah. they can climb the trees, they just are not very good at the well, swinging she part. She Excuse me. No. Uh,
0: she's McCartney and he is Kaiser? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> she she said, said. She's McCartney and his girlfriend. His
1: girlfriend, no. McCartney. That's how she said. Well... <laughs>
0: All right, so that's the sound of my foot being removed from my mouth. Uh, but that being said, it still seemed muddled enough to me. I could confuse it. I think it's fair. It's but not whatever. Okay.
1: Foot right. being right. removed off. from your mouth.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Inserted. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: no. I'm he put his foot pulling in his it out, his mouth.
3: Yeah. Oh, I see. and now he's taking it out yeah. because he's admitting. I am. Yeah. He's an admitting an idiot. that he's. Wrong. I would
0: say dipshit, but not idiot. I mean, idiots harsh. Dipshit. Yeah. It's
3: fun and, you know. It's got a, that's
0: playful.
2: It's got it's, a coll- as insulting as it is fun. A fun colloquialism.
1: I am no longer having a good time. <laughs>
0: oh, whatever. Whatever. So we're going to take this moment to hear from one of our fictitious sponsors.
4: Well, hey there. Didn't see you through all the radioactive haze. Gonna be a real beaut today, don't you think? Oh, how rude of me. We've been sitting here jawing all this time, and I haven't even introduced myself or offered you some tasty seasoned boot leather. My name's Zeke, and you look like someone who needs something to do while you navigate the daily horrors of survival in this wonderful world of ours. Well, I tell you what, you better check out Regrettably Sober, a brand new podcast from the Salted Peanuts. It's got everything someone could hope for in a podcast. Nihilistic humor about our civilization's impending doom, current events, and just a pinch of sarcasm to make things interesting. If you can't have a drink with the guys and gals from Was I Drunk, you might as well put up a chair and watch the end of the world unfold with Regrettably Sober.
0: Well, guys, what do you think about that advertisement for Regrettably Sober?
1: I think it sounds so great.
3: I mean, I'm a big fan of Morse code, so. Okay.
0: More, more, more Morse code. More I'm Morse hearing. code, yeah. Okay.
3: If, if I, if there's any note that I could give to them, it's more Morse code. That's more fair. More Morse. More, more Morse. Morse. More Morse. Okay. He sounds s- like
1: he could use a drink, though.
3: Yeah, and that's that's
1: Don't what I was going to say.
2: I, I'm split right down the middle because the podcast sounds amazing.
0: The sober part just drives me right away. Well, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, it's just the way it has to be. So we're going to move into our main topic for the evening, and that is... What's the deal with tipping?
3: <laughs> okay. I hate that.
0: That's I not good. That so much.
1: No, and, then, and then play a cow sound in the background, like... Ah. <laughs> Are you giving editing <laughs>
0: notes while it's still recording? I'm
1: not talking into my microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah. It can still fucking hear you.
1: <laughs> you can't <laughs> hear me when I'm talking into the microphone. That's
3: golden.
0: All right, so we're going, be discussing, <laughs> we're going to be discussing tipping culture and the, let's say, uh, out of control nature it's gotten to in the last several years in the United States. I'm not sure where else it might be having a problem. Obviously, our tipping culture is kind of unique in a lot of places in Europe that's not in like existence. Um, oh,
1: because they pay their employees. Well, you know
0: that's that's the pussy's way out. You know, yeah. pay your employees a living wage. How capitalism works. All right. So
2: you um, make a good point. I'm going to interrupt. You make a very very good point. I'm sorry. Um, the the economy does make a really 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 big impact on tipping culture. Uh, capitalism is basically the only place that tipping exists. Um, so there are different services and different things the that you can like yeah that's
1: what i said
2: <laughs> no but i just want to make that point because when you when you think about this and you were talking about the countries that it may or exist in and we're talking oh, primarily sure. in america obviously it's we we're we're looking at this from a a very biased lens but you, this is also a very first world problem and i know that first world is out and i'm sorry it is a developed world problem <laughs>
1: Is that better? How that PC better That is
2: That is the PC thing, mm. is develop and developing. So I, I don't necessarily agree with it. But I also don't like
0: first it, world, second world. More world brown world. people, less brown people. Yeah, say it that way. It's basically. fine. You know, it's all you got to do. Um, now, so first of all, y- yes, that, that's definitely yes. true. Number two, we have, our listener base consists of like
4: Three 50 people.
0: Americans... And one Chinese person. So I don't think we have much a worry about the people, you know, getting, uh, you know, weirded out by our...
2: We have someone from China listening?
0: We have in the past someone from China listening, yes. Wow. I don't... So on one... It's Xi Pin. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Hi. Oh, it's Xi. It's <laughs> yeah. Xi. He's just on it. He loves Was I Drunk? Just. <laughs> Hi, China. One China. I just want to say, one China is the correct policy. <laughs> All right. Taiwan <laughs> is part of China, and there is only but one China. So I'm going to contradict okay. what I said in Regrettably Sober. I was
2: going to say, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to go on the record. I'm playing
0: two different characters in these podcasts.
2: Just in case, you know, China rolls the world in the next three or four years, I'm going to go on the record and say,
0: China's fine. China's great. No, no, dude, We have more of a chance of the robots overthrowing humanity. So, So anyway, I love our robot overlords. No, hold on. I I, I get get my plug, you know, suck a little robot dick. Uh, But yeah, tipping culture. So, in the United States recently, just to give a little bit of background for those of you who maybe aren't aware and haven't bought anything in any store or restaurant, almost anywhere you go to buy food at these days, there is a little button that says, do you wish to tip? And it prompts you to tip, like, at Subway and at... Any approach anywhere, and I'm just like, okay, look, I get paying for an extra service. That's me, okay. So someone's coming out to my table. They're busting the table. They're serving me. Yes, of course, I'm gonna tip them. In our current culture, obviously, I think yes, we should just pay our fucking employees what they be paid, right? Tipping should not be the reliant factor, but but that's not what we have right now. So, I, it's frustrating to me because I feel like I'm being pressured to fucking spend more money. So the company has had to pony up cash.
2: So here's my my big issue that I have right now. Um, we it's have the rash. We, we've had we've had tipping yes. wages, a minimum wage for the tipping wage. And we have a, a minimum wage for a working wage. What we have seen, especially since the pandemic over the last two years, three years, um, we've seen a lot of creep from going. <laughs>
0: There's a guy in the bushes and he's wearing a trench coat.
1: And a mask because he's responsible.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's why he wears the mask. (laughs)
2: We've seen a lot of creep from the tipping paid positions into the uh, normal paid positions where you are expected to tip. That is one of the main issues that I have with this is we're not we we're ignoring the idea that you are tipping to subsidize that person's service and there's an expectation and an understanding that that position is going to pay less but they will make up for it through tipping we've moved into this idea that you do a job you get tipped and you get the same pay so it it it's infuriating to your point like if i go to kinko's to get a copy made i'm not gonna tip the fucking guy behind the counter to Bob make fruit. a copy of my paper like i'm just not so but that's kind of where we are
1: i mean yeah you own a copier
3: yeah uh so part of it too and what i've found ridiculous when i was looking some stuff up a little bit ago for you know the tipping uh you you research stuff yeah i did i did a little bit of research well, real quick this is quick. not a well,
1: research podcast so delete yeah. everything from your memory <laughs> but, Okay. So,
3: every state varies. There are some states where they, they have essentially gotten rid of the tipping wage. They're few and far between. It's like eight out of the 50. Well, sorry, they include Puerto Rico, American Samoa, all our territories in it as well. So, sure. essentially, it's like one uh, state. Yeah, yeah, yeah more <laughs> or less. Um, but if you had to guess, at least for Ohio, what is the minimum amount of tips a month that that you would need to receive to be considered a tipped employee and receive the, like, $5 an hour wage. What's the, like, a, a the monetary minimum, value? The oh. minimum amount of money.
1: $300. Well, I'm
3: going to well, say, like... You're, you're close I'm gonna, on part of the number. 30
1: Well, so the thing $30? is... $30? $30. Oh. If you
3: receive $30 in tips in a month, you qualify a month? as a... In a month? You qualify as a tipped employee. Well, that's fair. Yeah. It
2: probably goes back to a point where it was like a dollar a day sounds good, and it's probably like a hundred-year-old law. Right. Where a dollar a day actually meant something.
0: Gosh. I know, right? Imagine that. So I've got an article from CBS News, and it doesn't surprise me because most of these news organizations will just toe the line of the financial sector whenever they get a chance to. But basically, the headline says, tipping etiquette. With old norms gone, how do we know when to tip? So they accept the fact the old norms are gone. We can't bring them back. We're just going to live in this new hellscape where if I go to Subway, I have to tip my sandwich artist for doing their normal (laughs) wage paid job. Uh, Because the Subway owner doesn't want to increase their fucking pay to go with inflation, right? That frustrates me. It really does. Like, I am so sick and tired of seeing news articles. And I'm not always supposed to like, you know, the mainstream media. But, of course, these articles are written by human beings, right? And people have influence on them. And money is a huge influence.
1: So, something that I kind of worry about with things like that, especially in anything that is a sort of franchise or independently owned business, is these employees... They don't know what's being tipped when it's done on that little kiosk. Yeah. They don't know what's coming in on that, so they have no idea if that is actually being properly distributed. They don't know how is it being distributed. Is the the total tipped amount just split between all the employees? Equally? Trust
0: your master.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. No, he yeah. got f- fired for tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's so the thing.
3: There are tons of wage theft, uh, you know, suits going on throughout the country at any given time for different various reasons so obviously you cannot trust your your management or your company to you know how much of that tip is automatically goes to the company for some sort of convenience fee yeah no
0: i had a manager when i delivered pizzas in college uh and now she was a pain in the ass because what she would do on the regular is we would get a dollar per delivery that was close to the store $2 $2 for deliveries that were in the medium range, and there was a $3 range, right? And all of those $3 ranges, because also it was in a rich neighborhood, so they also tipped you really big, plus you had the $3 delivery charge. And they were the few pizza places I've ever seen that actually gives the delivery driver the full uh, delivery charge. Not like a, a half of it or whatever fucking Domino's does, right? So at the end of the night, they count what deliveries you had, and then they pay you out your delivery charges, right? And that bitch, Dina, was either... I mean, probably she's just a moron, not purposely doing it, because she was kind of a moron. But she would constantly miscount what fucking tips we were supposed to be getting, and then she would argue with you, and you'd have to break it down for her piece by piece how she was fucking wrong. And then she might begrudgingly admit it and then fix it for you, right?
3: So the, the thing that's kind of a like to add insult to injury with with being a tipped employee is that as far as taxes are concerned because you are receiving a cash wage oh yeah you are supposed to track yeah the money that you make and you're supposed to fill out the proper forms and tell the government this is exactly what I made because my employer it cannot be held responsible for paying me Sure, but the there is so I'm I will say yes
2: 100% I agree our tax code is fucked what i there is a little bit of um nuance there because what it actually is you can claim you you take your taxes okay so it basically you take your tips up to the minimum wage of that state um that and then it cuts off and then you pay taxes on anything above that so just for clarification hold on
0: are you fucking telling me that that dancer's cinnamon is not accurately reporting her wages to the federal government. That's Absolutely right. not. Oh my god, that and is that's scandalous. Yeah. And she shouldn't. You'd think she'd have better she morals. She should
3: yeah. yeah. If you're a tipped employee, I'm here to tell you right now, don't fucking tell the government what you make. They don't need to know. Well, no, more importantly, exactly what I just said,
2: you, well, you claim exactly what you need to claim to take yourself up to the minimum wage pay of right. that state that you live in. Yeah. Everything else is free money in your back pocket and doesn't exist. But make sure that you claim up to that minimum wage because there is actually penalties to to not do
1: that.
0: It says the man has been audited twice. <laughs> That's how he knows. <laughs> there it is.
1: Okay, so when I... Because I waited tables for quite a while and so I was depending on like tips. In our computer system... Uh, our computer system had a sort of automated system where you would put in supposedly your entire amount of tips that you made. Sure. and Your cash tips, because it automatically loaded the credit tips and they already counted that into it. But if you did not put in an amount of cash tips that made it so you made the minimum wage, it would tell you you have to get manager approval to like clock out for that. Because if you did not meet minimum hourly wage, for like all eight hours of your shift if you did not make the eight ten an hour whatever it was supposed to be with your tips and your cyber wage they wouldn't let you clock out because then the company would have to pay you <laughs> that remaining difference if you did not claim at least eight ten an hour So you'd sure. be on the clock for longer no yeah.
2: what and ends up happening you tell your manager and they come over and they approve it anyway and tell you to get the fuck out of the yeah. building because at the end of the day the company they're not going to pay you additional wages they're not going to spend money on you just to do whatever they yeah, that's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, so I was waited on by Rayanne several times, and they called her the Red Rocket. Let me tell you what, she was quick. <laughs> no! My she dog has one of those. No, nah, not the same thing. No! Not the same thing.
1: Who
0: said that? Muhammadu? Yeah, Muhammadu, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fucking Mohamedou. Uh I want to shift gears a little bit, so we've talked about the new norm, right? Let's talk about the old norm a little bit, and that's the notion of...
3: And sorry for the brief interruption here. Uh, Austin is no longer with us at the moment. And, uh, He's been kidnapped. We are, now we won't we won't we'll call it what it is, uh, abducted. Yes. Yeah. Um, I am four-year-old. Yeah. Well, I would think so, would be kidnapped. 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 Kid, kid kidnapped. Kid but kid. anyways, <laughs> uh, so I will uh, take over as host in the interim room. And uh, try and get us back on topic. So, uh, before he left he was going to bring us into the idea of when do we tip? Uh,
2: The modern etiquette of tipping. So, one of the things, and we kind of talked about this a little bit before um, in my my rant on it, um, but, you know, fast casual dining. um, Places like always, or um steak even and
1: shake.
2: yeah steak and shake yeah. um well steak frishes. and shake
1: has changed steak and shake was a meant to be designed at a point as a sit-down restaurant it has changed now they have like um weird automated cues like you know those things you have at mcdonald's like some of the fancier mcdonald's but that's all they have now so it's no longer a sit-down server restaurant like it accidentally relevant yeah (laughs) at what point do we not have a server i literally didn't know wow that's so exciting but that's that's amazing
2: (laughs) but you know when i think about let's let's use fazoli's as an example because it's it's very approachable where it takes like if you do actually sit down or you go to a counter you order food you go and you sit at a table someone brings that to you are is that person a server do i have to tip that person like to me no and i never have because that's literally part of their job and they're being paid a normal wage but today yeah you might be expected to
1: So that's always the decider for me is I'm a liberal tipper, um, like not like politically, but like I, I (laughs) liberally tip people, um, just because I've worked for tips before and stuff like that. So when I can, I, I tip pretty decently, I think, um, but the thing that decides me, I am, even if I do tip the person at Fazoli's, it is not going to be the same as it would be at, if I'm at a bar or a restaurant, because what I consider the difference is, are you making actual minimum wage or are you making tipped wage? And somewhere like Fazoli's, they're not, they're making minimum wage. Sure. They are. So that's the decider for me, is are you making a full wage or are you making tipped wage?
3: So then then at that point, I mean, what, what really becomes the distinction with when we should tip and when we shouldn't tip? Do you only tip when you had good service? Is it a thing where uh, no matter where you go, if your service was good, you leave a tip, you know, uh, to that level of... Uh, how how much you liked it, or is it something you should do every single time, everywhere you go?
1: I think you should tip every single time, and really pay it forward when you get exceptional service.
2: I I call absolute bullshit on that. I I think I think a simple thank you, like honestly, and an honest mm. thank you, is is great but don't get me wrong i'm not saying be stingy with money what i'm saying is there are jobs out there where it is literally your job like i i don't know i don't think that every single job out there should be a tipped job just i just don't I'd just
1: like to make a correction okay. i meant for the tipped wage people not the everybody people. Yeah, that was going to be my question. I was like is this conversation about all service industry people because as someone no. who was a waitress, I don't tip everybody right. every time. If I know they're making a tipped wage or a full wage, not a tipped wage, I might not tip. It might depend. You know, it's sure. I'm not default tipping if I know they're making uh, minimum yeah, wage. I agree with that. That's what I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> but if they're a I, server so- it would t- I can't imagine what it would take for me to really not tip someone. Right, exactly. It would take a lot.
3: Yeah, so then then essentially we're pretty much all in agreement that it, tipping really should be reserved for the people who are uh, only making a, a tipped wage and not people who are making a minimum wage.
1: And but, exceptional service.
3: Oh, well, so then, then what's the distinction on that? Is that that exceptional service now puts this minimum wage person... In a position of being given a tip?
1: Yeah, it's a tip. It's supposed to be a gift, really. So, so also, then we have... Also, I'm an ad- here to say tipping cash.
3: No, yeah, that's You true. know,
1: because, I mean, the, the tipping cash in right. that... I'm not saying you should commit tax fraud, but I'm just saying that it's none of your <laughs> business what your waitress does when she gets <laughs> home.
3: So, then, then, that that is the thing, is that the, a tip should just be a tip. So, really...
1: In an Pe- ideal world. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people everyone should, be- should just be making a livable wage. Yeah. We should, tips should just be for okay. exceptional circumstances. Yeah. And
2: I understand what you're saying. Tip the the good service, the exceptional service. I understand that. And, and I'm not arguing that that's a bad philosophy. I am arguing that that's a bad philosophy in the economy that we have set up. Because we have set up people to work a tipped wage where Rand, you talked about not being able to clock out for your shift if you haven't hit the federal minimum wage or the state minimum wage, because it's on that employer to make sure that you as a tip employee make up the difference, which it we've we've created an economy where it pushes the responsibility off on the consumer. So what you're saying is make sure that you only tip the exceptionally good employees, not everybody making that wage. And, no, you
1: know, no, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying tip... The exceptional is for people who are making full minimum wage. Yes. And tip, by default, is for people who make tipped wages. Yes. So the exceptional tip is the worker at Fazoli's, who's making still their whatever the... I don't know what the minimum wage yes. is. Yes, thank you for putting That's my what brain exception- into words when the I cannot.
3: Okay, so then uh, let's let's kind of get into the idea of, like, when do we when do we have a server when do we have somebody that we should be tipping it, because like we discussed with the kiosks you know yes the, we are putting in an order to the kiosk but there is still a physical person who is cooking our food and bringing us our food so do they fall into that same role
2: yeah do do we start tipping the kitchen staff as opposed to the the person delivering our food and i don't i don't think that that's a bad idea at all um But I do want to circle back and and say something about tipping, tipping minimum wage, the exceptional tipping idea. You, so a lot of places have an anti-gift policy. So you can't tip the, okay, as a a great example, you can't tip a Starbucks employee at a Target or a Barnes & Noble uh, store because they're actually technically Target employees and technically uh, Barnes & Noble employees. Whereas you can tip a Starbucks employee. There are different tipping levels for different organizations. And I think that those on the surface, you look at them and you're like, well, screw that company for not allowing that person to accept that money. The flip side is it does kind of, it creates a seawall where it stops that, that tipping expanse. From going into these industries that we don't like, I right. don't want to go to my Kroger and have to tip that cashier because they were super happy. But like, that's, I don't you want don't to have t- to th- 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 right. though,
3: and that's it's going to kind of stop itself because already people don't tip for that kind of thing even when given an option to.
2: Sure, but if they're exceptionally happy and I feel exceptionally generous, that's where it starts. And I don't, I don't mean to be like that that guy but that's where it starts and then it just becomes you know but that's
3: that's been a thing that's been around for quite some time
1: yeah okay well two things okay so i think the classification of who is able to be tipped and who is not able to be tipped um i mean you've worked more retail um but the thing with that is that seems like a reflection on the company and their inherent policies and that should be resolved within that those policies that is not necessarily i don't think a reflection of the tipping culture in itself i think that's a reflection on those companies and their policies agree but the second part i think something that should be considered is for a lot of now i've never worked in a place that did this well i did for like a week and then i quit but um there's places and restaurants where you have to tip out your your kitchen staff and your hosting staff and your bartender and stuff you know as well so that is coming out that money is coming out of this other pe- staff members pockets regardless of how much they make they have to pay that percentage of tip out
3: sure right so that that kind of rolls into the the topic we were getting into of like when you know when you are offering up a tip to this nebulous uh, i went to restaurant i ordered from kiosk my food was delivered i was given the opportunity to leave a tip so where does the tip go? Sure. And that's that's part of it is that it's probably... It's a share. Right. It would
2: have to be a tip share at that point.
3: Either that or the company say, assuming, is keeping it entirely. Assuming that the company and, is being ethical right. distributing and distributing it properly. that's my only problem with it is that I always kind of fall into that, like, suspicious category of I feel like if I am tipping this nebulous, you know, it's just on my receipt then that is probably just going to the company or that particular store.
2: I, I almost treat it like a donation where if I'm in a if I'm in a store and I hear about a charitable cause that I really like, I will probably not donate through that that store, that purchase that that but point directly, of sale, yeah. but I will go home and I will look at that company on the website and I might donate to them because donating at the, the the point of sale right there when I'm buying my you know Doritos and whatever else I hate Doritos I don't know why I said Doritos but you know it it, Wait, d- it goes gum. it goes to the company it doesn't go to that yeah. that organization what
1: that uh, that makes me so mad I hate when they ask me if I want to donate to the children's hospital yeah. because sure I do but you know what I don't want to do is give Walmart a tax write off exactly so I won't do it because that's what that's what it is, is it's a tax write off for a charitable do- donation for the company and yeah Fuck them. I don't want to participate in your tax write-off. Let me commit my own tax fraud. Thank you very much.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think we're mostly in agreement on the the sense that, like, yes, you know, you should be tipping uh, your servers. Um, If you have an exceptional experience, you know, you should be tipping well. It shouldn't be up to us as the customers to be paying their wage. But that is kind of the role that has been thrust upon us by capitalism.
2: Yeah, you don't, you can't, you can't riot against tipping by not tipping. You're an asshole if you don't tip in the current structure that we live in. But tipping should be changed. Yeah. Period. Pay your workers a living wage. Get tipping out of it.
3: Yep.
0: All excellent points that I was very much here for and listened to intently. So with that, I want to go ahead and wrap it up and say thank you for listening to Us. I don't remember to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and give us a like and subscribe. Share the podcast with a friend and leave a comment or suggestion on how we can do something better. Uh, until next time, bottoms up.